0: Alright, welcome to the MindWorks Podcast with Dre and Kev. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to deal with the breakup. Yeah. Wee, wee, we, wee, wee. We've been all through it. We've all been through it, man. <laughs> yeah, we've all been through it. Jeez. But before we, before we get into how to deal with a breakup, let's talk about subjectivity first, right? Like, it's important to note that everyone's experience through a breakup is different, Definitely. right? Everybody's different personalities, different experiences, different situations. You know, every time you deal with a breakup, it's going to be a whole different experience, I think. And, but I think one thing that's relatable to like all your breakups is how you as an individual interpret it and how you feel about it and how you deal with it, basically. Right. So, yeah, although there's a lot of subjectivity within how to deal with a breakup. There are still some critical points that can be discussed about how to deal with the breakup, right? Well, first of all, when you first break up with someone... It sucks Yeah it sucks It's 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 like uh, Almost like grief Almost like yeah, you're in denial literally. Probably You're probably like Not accepting it You're probably angry You're probably yeah. frustrated You know whatever the case is You wasted a whole bunch of time Money Money And maybe you know if, if the issues related It's like infidelity And you got cheated on There's a whole different Breakup type baby of thing Baby mama I, I, Baby daddy trauma Baby mama Baby if you got kids And you're dealing with a breakup With kids Oh forget it That's she, probably like the if worst Because you Yeah if you're married So you have to worry about your what your family's going to say, what the what the kids are going to say, what you're going to feel, right? So there's so many different things that can make a difference in how you deal with a breakup, right? So I mean, that's why it's not easy to just really objectify it or make it like concrete a concrete thing. Right. But um one thing that, you know, typically that you can discuss that's more objective within relationships is how often you actually rely on your partner. Mm. Right. Because, I mean, in any relationship, I think the most the the best relationships are the ones that deal with being able to, like, rely on your partner to some degree, at least to some extent. Like uh, if you're basically like, you know, like you just rely on each other. I mean, I don't know, like. In relationships, you rely on your partner to some degree, like especially if you have a family, financially, financial reliance, yeah. uh, emotional, emotional reliance, just so many things that come, physical, with, maybe physical. they're protecting
1: you, protection,
0: yeah, feeling like all yeah. that stuff. It's hard, kind of like to let it go to some degree, yeah. right? But it's 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 a very important topic. But I think one of the things that you can reflect on within yourself is like to identify how much how much were you relying on that person. And everybody's different. Some people don't even rely on their partners at all. Like, they can just leave a relationship and be perfectly fine. But for some people, some people really rely heavily on their partners, depending on the circumstances and their experiences, and maybe even to some extent,
1: their culture. For sure. Right? So, I mean. That's a good one. Yeah. For the cultural aspect.
0: Yeah, cultural aspect plays a huge role. Like if you're married to your partner and yeah. you, you had like, you know, if you got married through the church, for example, and then now you have to deal with God's um, you know, like non-acceptance of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. divorce, right? Right. <laughs> and then your family, and then you have to deal with like what your family's gonna say, what that Sheesh. aunt is gonna say, what your mom's gonna say. All these things play a huge role and when you when you break up. But just, you know, it's important, I think, also to like for most people to understand that it's important to, like, learn how to be alone after a breakup. Yeah, definitely. Because, and and I think, once again, everybody's different. Yeah. Some people that go through a breakup, they go towards others and they want to go out more often. They want to be out and about. Some people would rather just be at home to themselves, alone, whatever the case is. It's really all dependent on how you feel and your personality to some degree. It's very yeah. subjective.
1: Yeah, some will go out... Get a hot girl summer. A hot girl summer, you know? <laughs> hot and some <laughs> others will hit the gym and go extra hard just because you know. Yeah, gotta you get flex the for the ex. Gotta get the games. Yeah? <laughs> Gotta flex for your ex, but gotta
0: flex for the ex. Yeah, that's, like, that's a good a, way of
1: how to deal with a breakup. That's how you deal <laughs> with a breakup. I, I think it, it's a little bit different with a man and a woman, but we'll talk about that later. But like Dre was saying, it's very subjective. But we're gonna talk about some key components of how the mind works because we're in the Mind Works podcast.
0: Flex. On your ex. <laughs> like that. So, yeah. I'm just going to be straightforward. When you deal with a breakup or after a breakup, just go out and fuck as many bitches <laughs> as possible.
1: <laughs> right. If you're a woman, you know. Like Same thing that if you're true. a woman.
0: Go go crazy. You know what I mean? Like, you're free. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. your freedom. Enjoy your humanism. Enjoy, enjoy it. Like, this is a time to be... Uh, Celebrated sometimes. I actually rip, rip. some people some people actually celebrate like their divorce. Like they'll rip. have like a divorce oh, yeah. party divorce or something, party. Like, divorce party or something <laughs> like that. Like finally had to get, had to get rid of them. Yeah. No, nah, I'm just kidding though. Don't don't go crazy. Try to have some sustainability and control within yourself. That's very important. Definitely. But I'm just joking about the you know going out and just going crazy.
1: I was about to say it's like Dre's liberal liberal you know, new age side. New age side. Out. That's my
0: old age side. Actually, <laughs> I grew out of that that phase. Actually, right. my, my liberal phase I grew out of that shit right. You know, when you get older, you do become a little bit more conservative But yeah, that's and that's factor. another factor that plays a role in breakups Your age Definitely. If you're like 18, 19, going through a breakup Oh, stop crying yeah, you're less Go than 18, out and enjoy yourself yeah. Stop whining, stop bitching You're only 18, 19, 20 years old Right. You have yet to explore the world and see what it is about You have a whole life ahead of you Yeah don't yeah. So age is definitely a hundred a, percent a, a, a huge yeah factor in how to deal with a breakup. Yeah, maybe we should even like do it like that. Like if you're like eighteen to like twenty four yeah. and you're break and you're going through a breakup, shut the fuck up and just go out and have
1: a great time. It's different. It's it, different. It's Way it's
0: different. different. You have a whole. High, Time ahead of you. All right, so now from 25 to 30, right? That's a little bit more tough, especially for women, because, you know, you're on that biological time clock, and you want to get that partner that you're going to settle down with and have kids with. And, like, now that you just broke up with your partner at the age of, like, 32, 33, time is clicking. You're anxious. You're frustrated. You don't know what to do. Mm -hmm ugh, I feel bad, you know. And I and I work with clients like that that are going through breakups at that
1: age, and it sucks. It's
0: tough. It's tough.
1: But I'm glad you said that. Each age is different. Like I work with high school students breaking oh, up. Yeah. I'm like, come on, you're come in high on, school. Bro. This is the <laughs> first time. All right. You know, I'm very empathetic. You know, I hear you out. But come on, let's 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 pick it up. And you let's got keep a going.
0: whole life ahead of you. Yeah. But, Okay, I understand. It's a loss. You know, you love the person. It was. Puppy love, to some degree, you love that that person or that that whatever it is. But we're also social
1: beings, so I think inevitably it doesn't matter what age you are. We always kind of want to have that like connection, man. Yeah, we all want to be connected. So even if your breakup is in the forties and fifties, and you have really no one else, and you're kind of lonely, and you want intimacy and love, I I personally feel
0: like when you're like with someone from your thirties to like your fifties, and you end up getting like a divorce, there has to be some real legit reasons for that divorce because like at at 50, what are you really like aiming to do with the rest of your life? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for guys, I guess it's a little different, but like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's like interesting when you compare it, like even you consider like sex as a factor in how to Mm -hmm. deal with a breakup. Like um, Mm -hmm. how does a man deal with a breakup versus how a woman deals with a breakup? Don't you have that research study that that they talked about? Yeah. They said that basically, research studies show that basically, what was it? Do you remember?
1: So uh, women are, you know, are more hurt during breakups generally, but Mm -hmm. they recover better than men. After breakups Yeah It reminds me of
0: that meme Where um, It was like uh, You know The first week After a breakup And the guy's in the gym Or whatever And like Happy and shit And like The girl's like At home crying Or whatever And then the next picture Is like The the guy like At a party Just like To himself Looking a little lonely And the girl's out With her friends Like having a good time At dinner And then the last one Is the guy crying And the girl Being like The happy one And shit And (laughs) it's just like It's like An interesting thing Yeah
1: So many woman kind of process and go through breakups a little bit different.
0: Yeah, there's a binary difference. There is. And there's, once again, no such
1: thing as non-binary. So Yeah, there's a binary
0: difference. Non-binary only exists through the media and people's delusions. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, besides that, um, learning how to deal with a breakup, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very important to Learn how to rely on yourself after a breakup, regardless of your situation. Right. I think that's one objective thing to point out when you want to deal with a breakup is to learn how to rely on yourself. And what does that mean? So just learn how to like live with your own self. You don't need that person in your life. Even though you're thinking and you're saying to yourself in your head, I need that person. That person was my life. No, you got to learn how to like strap up your boots Mm -hmm. And just move forward and rely, being able to rely on yourself, right? I mean, that's the number one thing. Because I feel like a lot of times after relationships, yeah, people that get into relationships, they rely on each other to some degree. It's natural. It's normal to rely on your partner to a certain extent. And if you're with someone that you're not reliable on, then I don't know, maybe you should question that relationship a little bit
1: more. But, like,
0: relationships are meant to, like, rely (laughs) on someone or something, to some degree at least, you know?
1: Right. There's a degree of responsibility. And, you know, once you break up with someone And, you know, you relied on for X, Y, Z And they're not there Now you gotta kind of do it on your own So if you don't have that experience If you don't have that knack to, you know Pick yourself up and keep pushing in that sense Man, it's it's tough
0: Yeah So a lot of times what I find myself Talking to clients about When they go through a breakup Is like this idea of learning how to be alone, right? And I I always recommend clients to like go to the movies alone, go out to eat alone, go to the beach alone, go have some alone time. Yes. This is it's a perfect time and perfect opportunity for you as an individual to practice being alone and practice being just to yourself and loving yourself because I know I understand a lot of times with breakups people tend to feel a little sense of a lack of love for their own self because they feel like they couldn't Please this partner enough to like stay with them or keep them Mm -hmm. from cheating or doing whatever. So it kind of like, it kind of definitely degrades yourself as an individual to some degree when you go through a breakup, right? You kind of feel like some sort of degradation, if that's a word, like just degrading feelings, right? Like, so it's important to learn how to be alone and to appreciate your alone time. I think that's one advice that I would give to people that are going through a breakup is to just, you know, Be happy being alone, like, you know, whether it's watching a a late night movie by yourself, playing a video game by yourself, uh, talking with friends or uh, well, not talking with friends, but just learning how to be to yourself. You know what I mean? Even the in the context of friendships, you know, like just being able to go out on your own. Don't rely on like, you know, oh, like because I'm pretty sure you're used to going out with your partner, with your friends and your families and things like that. But it's important to learn how to be alone.
1: Definitely. And there's a big difference between being alone and being lonely. You can be lonely and still have people around you. But being alone is just having your own self, having your own back. Let's put it that way. Like having your own back of things, having your own activities, having your own self-care routine, having your own kind of structure in your life where you're not relying on someone to tell you what to do or to motivate you or to push you to do certain things or Also, just that companionship, not always having someone by your side or someone to text, someone to call. That's a big deal. That's a big deal, kind of having that autonomy and really just understanding self without having a companion.
0: Exactly. And I think, like, the loneliness, you know, when you go through a breakup, sometimes a breakup could be, like, very associated with, like, grief. You know, I think I mentioned that before, is that, like, with grief, you know, you go through a stage of denial, like, You probably can't believe it's true. I can't believe it's happening. You may even go back to your partner and have sex with them a few times before you actually officially break up. It happens. That's normal. I hear it all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like when somebody's going through a breakup, don't be surprised. Like, you know what I mean? Like like if you find them on the dating scene, you might want to be a little careful if someone's telling you, Oh, I just broke up with my boyfriend like a couple months ago. There's a high chance they're still seeing that person. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So just be mindful that that's normal that we go back to, like, our exes to some degree for some, certain reasons or whatever the case is. Yeah. It really depends on the situation, too. Yeah.
1: I, I really love how you correlated it with grief mm-hmm. because, I mean, aside from, like, the recent, like, social media Internet phase, like, back in the day, you broke up with someone. You probably had never seen them again. Have, you don't watch their social media posts, you know, haven't engaged with them in any way. That's now, true. I feel like breakups are a little bit different. Now, you have them in your story. You have them in your phone book, easily accessible. One is one, two in the morning. You're a little tipsy. You want a little, yeah. You're going to hit them up. So, now, actually, you know, the breakups are actually taking a different, like, way. Just because it's like, they're still accessible. Yeah. Still
0: so, accessible. this
1: is why we need to learn how the mind works. Mm-hmm. So, then you can get back to your flow without exactly. your ex Exactly.
0: And that's another interesting point that you made is like the idea and the concepts of technology and the how, how that influences breakups today, right? Big time. Like you can literally just go to your phone, search the name, and see what they're doing on their social media platforms nowadays, mm-hmm. right? And that's what typically most people do. And that goes into the ideas of curiosity, right? Like when you go through a breakup, one thing that you probably uh, tend to feel naturally is a sense of curiosity to see how your ex-partner is actually doing. And then that... Curiosity kills the cat literally Mm. (laughs) because then you're gonna hit up your girl or your ex partner or whatever the case is, and you're gonna go and you know have sex with them or whatever, probably. So, you're literally killing the cat, get it? Kill the pussy. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah no but like that's that's a typical thing that happens is that you know curiosity and then the curiosity leads into temptation which then leads Mm. into lust and then that that romance that love that you once have Mm. it's important to understand that that actually turns into lust Mm. like you're not really like loving the person anymore you're just flowing on lust with that individual what's the difference between lust and love lust and love lust is more like uh like i guess like more of a uh, like a feeling type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess, like, kind of like, um, yeah, what is the difference between a less than one? That's a good one. Let's, let's see that. I want to. Yeah. I, I would
1: I would say that maybe lust is more like an urge or like an emotional thing and love is more like a okay. loyalty. So, yeah, thing.
0: lust is mainly sexual or physical with no desire to bond with the person on a deeper level. Okay. Love, in contrast, involves feelings of intimacy, vulnerability, and putting in the effort to build a stronger connection. Okay. So <laughs> lust is more based on, like, the physical, sexual aspect of, like, the relationship. That's typically what's going to happen, right? When you break up with someone, you're not really loving them anymore. You're really there, just there probably for some, like sexual physical
1: whim Emotional. that you
0: want to satisfy yeah. you know so that's something important to recognize too is that sometimes you know it's normal i'm telling you guys it's normal that people after a breakup go back to their ex to some degree to some points and and experience that feeling of lust which is guided by and manifested from curiosity and temptation so you kind of have to like be mindful that like through a breakup you're going to feel some sort of temptations and some sort of Feelings that are going to make you gravitate towards that person once again. Wow. So it becomes lust. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing, I guess. So how to deal with that is just try to cut that person out as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, Social media. That's a different. That's another thing. Going back to technology. So then what do you typically do as an individual? Do you, when you go, when you break up with your partner and you have all these pictures on your Instagram or your Facebook, or whatever. Are you the type of person that deletes those pictures or do you uh, keep them on your archive?
1: Page? You're an archiver,
0: They're an archiver, archiver. <laughs> yeah. or are you an archiver? <laughs> well, once again, the answer to that question is that it probably definitely most likely depends on the situation and the yeah. reasons for the breakup. Like I guess for example if somebody cheated on someone, I'm pretty sure that person is just going to take that person right off their inst- their social media because they feel betrayed, they feel upset, they feel angry, right? So these type of emotions are definitely things that fluctuate throughout a breakup too.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I love how you we connect this to uh, modern day and social media because I think modern day dating and love and relationships has is so is tied with social media at this point.
0: Hundred percent. I mean, like nowadays, everybody's on the dating apps. Yeah. Like n- nowadays, it's like weird to to meet someone out at a bar. For real. Now, like thank God I'm out of that scene. But like the I mean, nowadays, it's you got <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> fault. <fucking> <laughs> my fault. Sucks. My fault. But like you got all these dating apps, Hinge, Tinder, yeah. all these things, and it's like. You know, it's kind of like taking over the whole dating world, and like I wonder what that's. Doing it is to dating at this point. Yeah, it is yeah. dating typically nowadays. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's really crazy is. how it became that. Right? It's
1: so rare to find someone outside, like yeah, it's that, like spark compared the to conversation, Yeah, compared to talking, date, compared you know. to online sites. Yeah, definitely.
0: That's yeah. interesting. And then I think like I don't know when you meet someone just naturally like that. I think it's like a whole different experience. But sure. like, who knows? Nowadays, it's natural to meet someone on a dating website, I True. guess. But. You know, just, that's an interesting thing to think about, too. True. But anyway, so other things in how to deal with a, with a breakup are dependency issues, right? So mm-hmm. when it comes to dependency issues, it's important to be aware of how dependent you were on your partner and stuff like that for certain things. And You know what I mean? Like, if you guys live together, how dependent were you on your partner to, like, do your laundry, make you food, things like that? And I think the people who are more dependent on their partners suffer the most mm-hmm. when it's a breakup. So my advice to people in relationships is to try to understand independence and your own independence within your relationship. Like I think it's important to be independent uh, because once you break up with that person and you are completely dependent on them, you're more screwed than the person who was actually like kind of like more independent with their partner in their relationship.
1: Right, so it's different depending on what kind of privilege you had in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think especially, I mean, I, I've heard a lot about like financial dependency. Mm-hmm. So usually the cases is a woman is financially dependent on the man, the husband, whatever. Um, especially if there's kids involved. So you know, breakups in that sense is just really extra tough. Yeah. So financial dependence, physical, emotional, social all aspects of dependency, I think, is very, very, very important.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. It's, it's a, you know, that's a big one. So then I guess it's after a breakup, it's important to learn how to be independent, right? Mm-hmm. I know the way that you may cope is in terms of dependency. Like, if you're the type of individual that after some stressful adversity, you go towards others, you are probably a little bit more dependent on others. But I think that can be a negative thing after a breakup. So I think if you're more able to utilize and uh, challenge your independency, you'd probably have an easier time managing a breakup more effectively. For sure. Mm-hmm. So another thing about breakups are attachment styles. So when it comes to breakups, attachment styles play a huge role in how you function through a breakup, right? So secure, avoidant, anxious, and disorganized Attachment styles play a role in how we kind of deal with breakups. Mm -hmm. When I work with clients, sometimes I kind of like analyze their attachment types and things like that. And I feel like it's those that kind of like with secure attachments, I think, that suffer the most through a breakup Mm -hmm. because they were raised in a way where it's like their parents were always there for them, always supportive, and things like that. So then they get into this relationship, and then when they get treated, negatively or, like, the opposite that their parents treated them, it can make it harder to, like, separate to some degree. You know, with like, if you have a secure attachment style, style, right? I mean, I don't know. What do you you think about that?
1: So, yeah, just to bring it back a little bit, the attachment styles are um, started off with parenting. So it comes off um, once you are born, you have to be dependent on your mother to get feed you, clothe you, shelter you. And if they're not there to do, like, your... Maslow's most, you know, the bottom of the food chain, Maslow's Maslow's, um, needs of hierarchy. Mm -hmm. If you're not getting your needs met, then you inherently you will start to not trust people. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where attachment styles come from is how secure and trustworthy um, your partner are. And that is related to parenting. That's why Dre was talking about growing up. Parenting, that's where attachment styles starts. And it's very important for you to know what kind of attachment style you do have. For the, I mean, the secure attachment style, I guess it was like the ideal attachment yeah, style. the styles. ideal one. Even though it's you know ideal, most people do suffer for some sort of anxiety or avoidance or something else, disorganized attachment styles. Mm-hmm. And then you're bringing that to a relationship. And then your partner is bringing their attachment styles to their, to their relationship as well. And now you're both in it not really knowing about your attachment styles and your parenting and how that's affecting your relationship and meanwhile you know getting a little bit of knowledge in this and getting a little bit of more information may result in a better relationship for you guys yeah man.
0: yeah like understanding your attachment style yeah. like how did your parents raise you what do they what do they do i mean yeah cuz it's important to understand that because attachment once it breaks you detach right so like yeah the detachment is like a huge part psychologically and based on your past conditions and your experiences, it could definitely influence how you deal with a breakup, right? So if you're more secure, you have more of a secure attachment style style, and somebody does you wrong, you know, it's kind of like almost like a, you're not used to this sort of Mm -hmm. like um, neglect. Mm -hmm. So now it's new to you as an individual. So secure attachment, although it's like the more, Yes, the best sort of attachment type because it keeps you more, like, I guess, sane within your attachment to some degree. But then when you break up, you're not used to that sort of neglect that you get from someone. So, like, it, ca- it can cause, like, more of a, of a stronger reaction to some degree for some people. I mean, it's very interesting. As opposed to, like, the avoidant attachment to the style, right? So, somebody who's a child who's raised in more of like a, an avoidant attachment style. Some is a child that would be more like anxious or avoidant as a child. So like in their relationship, it's not going to go well, but they o- they kind of have like already a set expectation yeah. that something bad is going to happen. Right. So like when it does happen, when the breakup does happen, they are, they've expected it. So they're probably more able to handle the breakup a little bit more effectively because they had that avoidant, neurotic type of attachment yeah. style. They'll be like, oh, I knew it. Yeah, like, oh, I, I knew this was going to happen. Like, I, like you know, like, I just, I, I worry so much. So I knew it was going to happen. I'm a wor- worrier, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I worry, I'm anxious. Like, yeah, it's just part of my attachment style. So this was most likely probably bound to happen that I was going to yeah. break up. And I'm upset, but, like, you know, it's, 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 it, I was expecting this because of my avoidant attachment
1: style, right? Or, like,
0: just my anxiousness. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure.
1: And I think one, just one thing, uh, kind of popped up into my head too is like the importance of therapy and oh, yeah. couples therapy oh and you know this kind of rel- having you know your partner with you in a therapeutic setting mm-hmm. to where you can kind of deal with things like i know especially within our culture is not a norm yeah but i feel personally like we have to make that more of a a norm Like we have to I don't know Maybe like Premarital therapy Or something or, Oh yeah Where it's mandated Or something
0: Yeah that would be helpful Because then it'll help Like society In a, in a huge way Especially if you have yeah. kids Like you know yeah. the, the people who suffer the most through the breakups or the divorces are the kids. Yep, they suffer the most. You can like, say that loud. Like I've had so many clients, so many parents bring their kids into therapy because of their divorce, and yes. like they wanted them to get their the, the they wanted to talk them to talk to someone about it. Yes, and I think that's helpful for the for the kid. It's definitely helpful. I work with kids that are currently going through their parents are currently going through a divorce, yeah. which is like an interesting thing. And then like it sucks, you know. The ones that get affected are the kids.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, but mm-hmm. that's what happens.
0: What else was I going to say? There was something else that you mentioned before that I caught on, but then what else was it? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, that's basically what um uh, what it is when it comes to attachment styles. So very interesting stuff to think about when it comes to attachment styles. Um, another thing about breaking up, depending on your personality as an individual, is basically validation issues and seeking it from others maybe as an individual you always seek validation from your partner and some people have a higher need for validation from others than than some other people do so this is basically for the people who have higher needs of validation from others right so basically if you're the type of individual that has like needs validation from others once again it goes back to what we talked about is learning how to be to yourself and learning how to be independent learning how to like love yourself so you can love your own choices It's about learning how to, like, really just, um, you know, understand yourself so you can, in a way, validate your own feelings and things that you need validation for. You have to learn how to, like, self-validate, basically. You can't just, like, expect people or others to validate things for you. So you need to, like, engage in more self-validating behaviors.
1: Yeah. And seeking approval. As well. Seeking approval from others.
0: Yeah. You want to learn how to seek approval just from yourself. That's helpful in dealing with a breakup. Definitely. Generally for for most people. Um, but yeah. So there's that. And then another thing is I guess we talked about temptation, we talked about validation, and then motives when you're in a breakup, right? It's important to understand your own motives as an individual. So, for example, if you're an individual that has a high need for intimacy and affiliation, you're going to be the type of person that's going to jump from one relationship to the next. Mm-hmm. And I personally would advise everybody not to jump from one relationship to the next. Right. I think you have to give yourself at least a year before oh, wow. you get into another relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just, for like, just so you can get through the stuff with your ex if you're still seeing them. You don't want to bring your ex's drama into your new relationship. You need to give yourself time, right, like to let that person go. And it's not easy. And it's almost similar like to sort of like grief once again. You don't typically get over grief like right away. It And you don't ever, some, some, some circumstances, you never get over your grief yeah. about somebody passing away. Just the same thing as a relationship. You got to give yourself some time. Time heals all. Yeah. And I really am a strong believer in time being its own healer, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, it's just a very interesting concept to use. You got to understand time is of the essence. Time is important. You got to allow yourself to heal. You can't just jump from one relationship to the next. So I would definitely advise against jumping from one relationship to the next. But if if you're the type of individual that has a high need for intimacy and affiliation, then that's going to probably happen regardless if I give you this advice or not. So some people have a lower need for affiliation and intimacy, and those people probably give themselves a lot more time before getting into another relationship. So as you can see, there's a lot of subjectivity here in your needs and your motives.
1: Right, and that's the importance of therapy, right? (laughs) Because you can take on your whole subjective truth and life and you can sit down with a counselor and you can process that with someone who is a professional, who has knowledge, who has skills, who is able to help you readapt to single life. I personally think if you're having a hard time grieving and and with a breakup, I feel like a therapist is the way to go because you're going to gain a level of self-awareness. You're going to uh, have someone to listen to you without uh, being partial or get, trying to give you advice or trying to coddle you because you're all hurt, right? I think a good therapist is able to help you process this whole thing, help you learn from the experience. So then, like Dre was saying, you can have your own independence autonomy and really you know, get a grasp of your own life before you enter the next relationship and not carry over all the trauma and all the experience from the last relationship into the next one mixed with their trauma and their exactly. past experience. It's yeah, not a good cycle.
0: Exactly. So
1: just to like, sort of
0: like give you some, I guess, more general advice of dealing with a breakup, yes. I would definitely say go out, have fun, <laughs> How much fun drink, engage in party mode, put yourself in that position in party mode safely, drink responsibly, whatever the case is, just go out, have a good time, reframe your mindset that this is probably like one of the best things that could have happened to me. Right? Look forward to the future. Don't get stuck in the past. Try to let go of the past because that's what an X is all about is the past. So move forward, live in the present moment, don't deny the feelings of grief that you're suffering from through the breakup. Accept that part of yourself because it's happened. But at the same time, go out and enjoy yourself. Go have fun. You are free once again. You can go live your life. You can live your experiences. You can experience what freedom feels like. It's it's a it's it's a good feeling sometimes to feel free. So I would definitely advise go out, have fun, talk to a lot of people engage in in just having a good time don't worry too much try to reframe your mindset into thinking that everything's gonna be okay because it will be it's not the end of the world it's not the end of your life you still have a whole bunch of years ahead of you
1: yeah i mean that's that's dre's advice my advice is a little bit different let's hear your advice my advice is that you know i think you should be in in a circle where you are feel safe where you feel heard Um, if that is your family, then, you know, spending more time with your family, if that is uh, close friends then spending more time with close friends. Um, again, I think I'm a big family guy, so I think I, you know, go there very quickly and also I'm a big spiritual guy. So I think that also tapping into a, a more, you know, holistic wellness, not only, you know, getting yourself in a physically in a good shape, mentally in a good shape, reading, meditating, all that stuff, but also spiritually in a good stage by doing, You know, some spiritual practices or whatever your parents, ancestors in the past have dealt with losses. How have you how has your ancestors dealt with losses in the past? Right. Prayer, all that good stuff. So I would say Hmm. take some time off, stay with family, Hmm. uh, tap in with your spirituality Hmm. and also go out a little bit. <laughs> go out a little bit <laughs> I'm like go out a yeah, lot He's like no, go out Titties I, I mean, out
0: Doesn't matter You know I mean it, it's just like That's I, I, I don't know I, just, I feel like it's a good way To deal with a breakup That's
1: a but good way I, To get pregnant I, I, too it's A good way to get pregnant
0: <laughs> No definitely yeah. use, use protection Use the protection uh, Don't just go crazy Use the right. protection But also, um, I did like what you said. Also, I forgot to mention. Also, I would add into my reasons that, like, yeah, definitely focus on your physical self as well. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Don't drink over. uh, Don't overindulge. You know, try to focus on your physical, your mental, read, learn, listen to this podcast because there's a lot of education on it. And that's Mm -hmm. my advice for going through a breakup. Yeah. Right? yeah, Yeah. Right. So we'll end it here for today. Thanks for tuning in. This was the episode on how to deal with a breakup, right? If you have any more ideas or advice, leave a comment below. See you on the next episode. Take care. Peace. Peace.